Support for this podcast is provided by SHL. From talent acquisition to talent management, SHL has the people insight to help you build a talent strategy that achieves outcomes like increased productivity, internal mobility, engagement and leadership diversity. SHL brings transparent AI technology, decades of trustworthy data science and objectivity to help companies attract develop and grow the workforce you need to succeed in the digital era. Visit shl.com to learn how you can unlock the full potential of your greatest asset, your people. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 299 of the Recruiting Future podcast. It's clear that talent acquisition has been forced to change more during this year than at any other time in its history as a function. It's now several months since the pandemic turned everything upside down. And I think it's an important time to reflect on the impact of the changes that have been made and their sustainability into the future. My guest this week is Hermanchu Agarwal, Chief Growth Officer at SHL. Hermanchu works with talent acquisition leaders from all over the world and has huge insights into the challenges they are facing and the changes they are making. Hi, Hermanchu, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Matt. Nice speaking to you today. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell us what you do? So, I, this is Iman Shogarwal. I'm the Chief Growth Officer of HSL Group. And, uh, you know, my job is to work with customers around the world to understand better what their needs are and making sure that our products and solutions meet those needs and uh, we grow with them. Fantastic stuff. Now, I know that, as you say, SHL work with customers all around the world. So that I'm sure gives you some really interesting insights into everything that, that's happening in terms of how companies recruit in this very unusual year. What are you seeing that's happening out there? How has the pandemic forced recruitment to change, to transform, to virtualize? And is is that something that's here to stay? Absolutely. You no, know, I think we're learning every day, you know, uh, the you know, organizations, as we know, globally are dynamic and adopt very quickly. And, you know, we get the opportunity to look at some of these processes very closely and and learn from them and, uh, you know, work with them uh, to better them. So, uh, you know, as, as we all know, recruitment has like steadily seen technology adoption, right? Be it in any aspect of recruiting, be it in sourcing, workflow management, evaluation and onboarding. So what are you seeing in the last few months, just like every business function has seen, is a rapid acceleration of tech, technology. So years of transformation is happening in a matter of weeks. You know, for example, some of our largest IT customers, like a Cognizant, for example, has moved their entire campus hiring, which is like about 100,000 candidates being processed in a matter of weeks, completely virtual, starting from engaging, assessing, and, and using our virtual solutions to interview them. So technology adoption in, uh, in businesses, just in, especially in recruiting in businesses, just become like uh, extremely rapid. Well, of course, that brings in the question of sustainability, right? That such added adoption, will it sustain? 
we strongly believe that this is here to stay. Of course, there'll be some balancing out where some things may not continue to be as aggressive on technology, but most of the changes we see are here to stay. Uh, I think the other thing which uh, which is changing, uh, Matt, is uh, that we are ending up hiring people whom we may never meet. You know, six to 12 months in, we may never meet these people, let alone meet them during recruiting. We may never meet them at all. And... Um, and or meet them over virtual tools, right? So uh, I think there is this entire need, especially when it comes to recruiting, is to make sure that the candidate experience maintains the elegance of inviting these great people into our swanky offices and also make sure that the te- technology works seamlessly for the candidates, but also works seamlessly for our hiring managers who need to ensure, ensure the quality of the recruits they are doing or you know for the organization over time. So. Uh, I think that aspect is again evolving uh, with a lot of organizations, uh, you know, uh, as they go about recruiting the, during these pandemic times. Now, over these last six months, uh, you know, we've seen a, lo- a lot of a global customers aggressively adopt synchronous and asynchronous interviewing technology from us, and also focus a lot on the experiences candidates have and and better insights, you know, and love to talk more about it. But like one of our largest BPO customers, Concentrix, has been working with us to virtualize their entire uh, recruiting process in 20 countries simultaneously. So the sheer adoption of technology has been like uh, quite mind-boggling and uh, you know exciting for organizations like us, which are continuing to you know push the envelope when it comes to um, you know making technology uh, recruiting more technology-centric, efficient, and effective. That's really interesting, and it's, it's certainly something that we can dig into a bit later. B- before we do, an- another question. Are you seeing a change in the kind of talent that organizations are looking for? So, yes and no. So, you know, uh, uh, so there are some organizations, right, which are simply rehiring the talent they lost during the pandemic. So think about, like, restaurants, you know, retailers, entertainment businesses, they just had to shut shop and they're now coming back in, uh, you know, in the holiday seasons for the preparing for the, uh, you know, the festival seasons and just need to go back and hire a lot of people to come back into the premises and service their customers. So those organizations, we haven't seen a huge lot change. Of course, the recruitment processes are changing, but the kind of talent they're hiring is pretty much the same. Uh, while there's an entirely, you know, significant set of businesses which are now starting to change the success profiles, the quote-unquote the success profiles, you know, uh, they define to accommodate the new working environments. You know, the new working environments, you know, especially working from home required like a different level of discipline, different people management style, you know, and and we are seeing come organizations coming in and trying to adopt or adapt their uh, success profiles to cater for some of these changes in the kind of talent they need. Um, yeah, i just give you an example. We launched what we call the Remote work Worker Questionnaire or the RWQ. And you've seen a lot of our customers really use that instrument to better understand the personality and behaviors you need for uh, people to perform better in remote working environments. And uh, and this, this goes to better insights. And some of these insights are not only being used in recruiting, but also in talent management aspects. So we're able to give feedback to people to understand how they can do their jobs better, 
in this new reality we have all come to. And just as a quick follow-up on that, what aspects does, does that look at in terms of people working from, from, from home? How, how is that different in terms of skills or approach from working in the office? So this, could, uh, uh, this varies a lot, right? Uh, it could be around adaptability, uh, making it, uh, you know, being more comfortable, uh, you know, um, interacting with, uh, with uh, colleagues, in, in virtual settings, making sure that you can, you know, uh, so, you know, the work, now the home is the workplace and people uh, sometimes don't appreciate that. So giving people the flexibility they require and, you know, to some extent, even uh, trying to understand, you know, that we aren't being over demanding on people, especially in this new reality where, you know, everyone is in a different state, keeping in mind, uh, you know, all that is happening around us. So around adaptability, around flexibility, around how to ensure discipline and productivity without, you know, uh, keeping in mind that, you know, it's not your traditional workday. So uh, a lot of those aspects get, uh, you know, uh, tested through this questionnaire and uh, and we are able to give people, uh, you know, feedback on how they could uh, better engage with both, you know, uh, colleagues as well as their teams and, um, and make sure that we are uh, we are adjusting to this new reality. From the conversations you're having, are talent managers worried about the impact of virtual recruitment? Are they concerned about the effect on the quality of the talent that they're bringing on board? Yes, they are. I think uh, to uh, you know, let me just elaborate on that a bit. So you know, as as we know, you know, there are certain organizations which have like continued to scale. Uh, and grow during the crisis. You know, a lot of our technology companies, the technologies we are using have continued to scale and grow uh, and continue to recruit uh, yeah, because of that. Well, there are some who are rebuilding their, you know, organizations from scratch. And then, uh, you know, and then compounding with the high levels of unemployment in the market, uh, we are seeing the change in the, and we know we just talked about the change in nature of jobs. So there are multiple aspects playing out here, you know, the growth, the, you know, the unemployment, as well as the change in the kind of people you need uh, or what you are needing to look for, uh, it's become very hard for organizations to maintain the same rigor in this new reality of virtual hiring, which they could have, uh, you know, done if they were doing the traditional process of hiring. So not only has the hiring gone virtual, but the rigor required to maintain the same quality of people has, has gone up. And, and, you know, a lot of our customers, you know, uh, we had these great relationships with the F- FTSC 100, work with, you know, dozens of Fortune 500 companies. And, um, and I think there ha- we, we've seen a consistent, you know, uh, uh, approach to how one can, you know, adjust to this new reality. You know, I think first and foremost is we all need to understand that the old process isn't going to work and we need to recalibrate the process. So it's not about just adjusting the old process, but it is about thinking through how uh, how the process is going to work in a in a in this new environment. I think the second, which we consistently recommend to our customers, is ensuring that we enhance candidate experience. You know, it is a very different thing to come into an office, shake a hand, meet your hiring manager, versus you know meeting someone virtually. So your candidate experience becomes foremost and paramount because that is where you could end up losing the best of talent, which decides to drop out of the process because they just don't enjoy this virtual experience they're getting with with the organization anymore. So that's become a, a fundamental part of uh, you know uh, this change. 
and then um, as you would realize you know earlier we would have like series of interviews and we would be able to evaluate a variety of different aspects of people now the same in a virtual environment isn't as comfortable isn't uh, as comfortable for the hiring managers or the candidates and we are seeing more and more ad adoption and adaptation of our automated assessments be it cognitive behaviors and skills so that the process remains robust organizations can get the right insights without you know the candidates you know um, resorting to an experience which uh, which they just don't enjoy by doing a series of you know virtual interactions and not learning more so a lot more adoption and um, you know adaptation to a um, assessment technology uh, just to give you an example one of the world's largest ride sharing companies you know is adopting a fairly automated evaluation of cognitive behavior and skills uh, from our tool sets for their entire customer service organization which goes into the tens of thousands of people so we are clearly seeing a lot of new adoption uh, to make sure that the process remains rigorous while we um, uh, you know while we uh, uh, you know operate in this virtual environment now and uh, and lastly you know uh, we what we've seen is virtual interview right you have the choice of using some of the uh, you know typical tools available but uh, i think more and more we are recommending our customers to use virtual interview technologies which is built for hiring you know rather than resorting to a standard video conferencing tool you might as well use something which has all the bells and whistles not only does it have a great candidate experience but all the bells and whistles for a hiring manager to make sure that they can it is efficient it is engaging while they're able to maintain the same rigor as they were if they were you know doing this face to face with people so uh, i think uh, virtual interviewing and using tools which are built for that has been very impactful uh, and we've done a lot of work with the global customers on this and uh, the work we've done demonstrates that the process can be not only effectively virtualized but it can also drive up the quality of talent you're recruiting that's really interesting have you got any tangible examples of of how that happens how talent quality is in, is improved absolutely i'll i'll give you a, you know a very classic example so anyone who's run a recruiting process you know you talk to any talent acquisition heads one of the biggest challenges for talent acquisition heads have been how do you ensure that people follow a structure when they interview candidates and are able to collect feedback to the extent that some uh, you know uh, some talent acquisition experts have just given up on the fact that they will ever get qualitative and quantitative feedback on the candidates interviewed by interviewers now what's happening is that this virtualization drive is forcing technology into the interviewing process and that technology can fundamentally help you solve for structure and feedback quite easily uh, to give you an example you know one of the fortune 500 aviation majors uh, moved to our synchronous video interviewing technology platform and could effectively uh, leverage our built in you know um, structured interviewing product to drive more efficiency in uh, more uh, you know more effective recruiting practices and and they're rolling this out across the organization and and it you know uh, and today the adoption of this rollout is you know fundamentally better than it would be if this was a non covid time so bringing structure and uh, you know consistency in interviewing is a clear outcome over here you know we also see you know uh, because the process is changing as i was just talking about and bringing in more uh, you know high quality assessment instruments you know uh, we see you know 
a lot more adoption of a science-backed uh, assessment tools, be it the OPQ or the motivational question MQ um, and the cognitive and skill tests. And now these tests are like backed by decades of research, science and data and are making the life easier uh, for their hiring managers dramatically, uh, you know, uh, simpler and help them make uh, more confident decisions because they're getting, you know, you know, feedback from scientifically uh, validated instruments. So uh, again, adoption of these tools is bringing more, you know, uh, more drive towards consistency and quality in in the kind of talent they end up recruiting. And uh, I believe one of the other, you know, aspects, uh, you know, again, tying back to candidate engagement, which we were just talking about, uh, is that the, cons- you know, uh, candidates are now today seeing a more consistent, uh, you know, experience which is allowing us to uh, ensure that the best quality talent continues to be driven through the system and people don't drop out of the process. And uh, we are seeing more and more adoption by our customers with this candidate experience and ensuring that they are seeing, you know, consistency in how they interact with the uh, organization going forward. You mentioned candidate experience a, a, a couple of times, and it's obvious that it's critical in terms of the, this transformation that we're seeing in the recruitment process. What are you What are you seeing changing in terms of candidate experience? Right. So, um, so candidate experience, you know, is or more broadly the experience people have when they interact with us during a recruitment process is probably the most important factor today in this, you know quote-unquote Twitter world, right? The 140 character world we have. Uh, you know, our, our, our millennial talent pool goes, you know, in and, uh, you know, decides if they want to work for an organization based on how they they experience the recruiting process. And this interaction is not like limited to, you know, our friendly recruiters or hiring managers, but also to all the digital assets which support the same, right? Our career websites, the job requirements, the application process, the assessments, interviewing technology, and so on. And we see that that holds the organizations which have been able to stitch all these together in a consistent and uh, you know efficient manner end up being uh, coming out on top when it comes to this you know talent war of high quality talent. Uh, so uh, you know we have seen uh, you know our clients uh, you know and their competitors build you know uh, solutions with us to explain, exemplify candidate experience and of course keep candidates informed and engaged and ready to sign right and uh, and what we've done is like over time it's our new initiative for example of experiences as a science uh, give recruiters and hiring managers tools to set up the right experience uh, you know our science in experiences helps recruiters source better focus and scale better so we're bringing more and more science and technology into the experience aspects so that you know our recruiters, uh, our customers, and recruiters have uh, you know modern age marketing tools at their disposal in the recruitment environment to ensure that they can engage and keep the clients, uh, keep their clients or candidates uh, consistent through the process and uh, you know cross the finish line. So, final question: What's next for SHL? What, what's this year been like? What are your eyes on the future? We have at at SHL, you know, welcomed this transformation, you know, with open hands and. And, uh, and supported by our customers and future clients with best-in-class technology backed by our science. You know, uh, we have been uh, busy this year launching new products, new tools, and technology. And I would like to thank my you know colleagues for the tremendous effort uh, in this uh, unprecedented times. 
and also of course univocally uh, you know thank our clients for the continued trust and support over these troublesome few months and uh, we are hoping that we'll continue to drive innovation and uh, and science through the recruiting processes for uh, for many many years to come himanchi thank you very much for talking to me thanks matt my thanks to himanchi you can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow us on Instagram. You can find the show by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search through all the past episodes at www.recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list to get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.